What up, though? Welcome to today's episode of the Crump Talks podcast. On today's episode, I wanted to talk about the idea and the concept of loving ourselves, loving yourself. And uh, kind of reason being, it's been in the news a lot lately that um, Lizzo, Lizzo, it's been in the news a lot lately, just social media, it's been everywhere, been viral with Lizzo shaking her ass at the Lakers game. Now, I roasted that shit a little bit on my Facebook account just because hell is funny to me. I'm not in the least bit offended by it um, because I'm a grown ass man. I think, I don't know, the outrage, there's a lot of nuance to it. Like marketing wise, I think it's brilliant. I think it gives, it gives her a huge push. Like she was just named Entertainer of the Year by Time Magazine. Now, I don't know whether the ass out influenced that decision, that award, but uh, I think it just speaks to how she's carried herself as far as the perception of her loving herself. Like loving yourself, loving ourselves is something a lot of people really don't do. And for me, I think it's bigger than just loving yourself. I think loving yourself is kind of a, I don't want to say a cheap way to put it, but it it gets almost esoteric where it's like, well, what exactly does that mean? Does that mean being comfortable enough with your body to shake your ass at a Lakers game? Um, and for me, it's more so just acknowledging yourself, who it is that you are. Like, acknowledge that. Be accepting of that. Just as if you were loving somebody else. Like, we're always taught when we love somebody else, we need to love them for who they are. And I wholeheartedly believe that. But at the same time, you need to love yourself for who you are. And so that's really what I wanted to talk about on this episode. Like, in order to love yourself, you need to accept who the fuck it is that you are. And I'll give kind of some quotes and some examples in this episode. One of the major things for me to to kind of help me get to the point where I really fucked with myself heavy, as, uh, as crazy as that sounds, but where I really started rocking with myself is I came to the conclusion that I'm not here to be perfect. I'm not here to be divine. Um, I'm here to be human. I'm having a human experience. Therefore, I need to be a human. Humans fuck up. We lust. We sin. I guess for lack of a better word, we transgress. We do a lot of things that are super fucked up. But how else are you going to learn if you're not fucking up? You know, if you're not making mistakes, you're not learning. You're not doing anything worth doing because you shouldn't be perfect at anything. Like it's just, I don't know. There's always room for improvement there. And uh, I think one of the things for me where I initially had trouble really rocking with myself was that while well, I was raised Catholic, which comes with its own set of weird shit, um, but even just the way our society operates, we act as if somehow it's godly. It's closer to God. It's a better look to deny your humanity. Um, just in a sense of, well, shit, anything, really. Any indulgence. Anything, oh, you like to have sex. You like to shake your ass at a Lakers game. Well, that's that's humanity. You know what I mean? Now, you can argue time and a place for things and whatever, whatever. 
But denying your humanity doesn't take you closer to God. If anything, I would think that that brings you further away. God is our intrinsic nature. Like that's really what you are. So by accepting yourself, embracing yourself, all the things that make you you, you're embracing God. Um, at least this is from my perspective. Like if God created you and whatever you define to be God, however you understand that concept, that's where you come from. So you being you is honoring that. And um, I don't know, for me, that was a major, major breakthrough when it came to really rocking with myself, loving myself, acknowledging and accepting myself for who I was. Um, and like I was talking about these quotes, there's this philosopher, Albert Camus. I think he's French. Last name is spelled C-A-M-U-S. Um, brilliant, brilliant cat. And he had, before I'd even studied him at all, I'd come across this quote of his and it um, blew my mind. He said, the only way to deal with an unfree world is to become so absolutely free that your very existence is an act of rebellion. And that quote, like, you existing is rebellious when you exist in a way that is true to yourself. When you can live your truth and honor your truth, how how much more rebellious can you really get in a society that literally is designed to oppress you and turn you into a worker? Um, and I'm not going to take this into some anti-capitalistic rant or any anywhere like that but it's just we live in a, a society where if you're a woman you're going to be constantly shamed not because really there's any reason for you to be shamed outside of somebody trying to sell you some kind of shit right if we can shame women for their bodies constantly well we can sell them the solution to the shame that they experience and it's the same with men um they're you're always being sold some sort of bullshit in this society and in order to sell you these things you need to feel less than. The, the more insecure you feel about yourself, the less you acknowledge and accept yourself, the more susceptible you are to marketing campaigns. And um, I don't know, it's, it's actually some really crazy shit. It's really cool if you want to look it up. It was actually uh, like modern marketing and public relations was largely, you can credit it to this dude named... Uh, is Edward, Edward or Edmund, Edward Bernays. And the funny thing about Bernays, he was Sigmund Freud's nephew. So it shows you he understood the human psyche and how to make you feel less than and how you not loving yourself could lead to profits for industry. Um, but yeah, back to the Camus quote. Fuck with yourself heavy. Love yourself, acknowledge yourself, accept yourself, who it is that you are, the shortcomings that you perceive yourself to have. Um, be willing to risk your truth, because realistically, that's all you have to offer. All of your shortcomings are what make you unique. That's what you can bring to the world. Those perceived shortcomings, what we like to call shortcomings, um, that gives us a unique perspective, a unique lens. And through this lens, we can kind of add value to everybody at least everybody we rock with now another quote that i want to kind of put into play here 
um, that I think goes directly along with what Camus was saying in terms of it being a revolutionary act or an act of rebellion um, to really rock with yourself is a quote by one of my favorite kind of gurus slash thinkers, philosophers. I'm not sure exactly how you classify him. Dude's name was Jiddu Krishnamurti, um, Indian cat. But he had said, it is no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. And you look at the way we live in not just this country, but I think the Western world largely. Um, it's just a lot of weird shit going on, man. Like if society, if we live in a country, for example, in Las Vegas, you have more vacant homes than you do homeless people. And there's a shit ton of homeless people in Las Vegas. Or which is Nevada, actually. I think it's a state statistic. But that's sick. That's sick that we have more empty homes than we do homeless people. Like, isn't the thing of value, isn't that the person, not the fucking home? And we, we live in a society where we're monetized and there's more emphasis on what we have than what we are, you know? Um, but so in this society, being, being well-adjusted in this society, oftentimes, like that's not a metric of you being healthy, whether it be mentally, spiritually, any, any number of, of ways, um, society's fucked up. And if you're in society feeling fucked up, it's not because there's something wrong with you. You're supposed to feel fucked up in a fucked up society, right? We're supposed to feel if I'm constantly bombarded with imagery that, I'm not muscular enough. Um, hell, any website I go to, especially because of cookies, the tracking of our data, we get specifically targeted advertisements. And for me, I get a lot of shit. Like I look up a lot of physical fitness shit, a lot of diet shit. Um, I actually have a pretty eclectic kind of set of interests. So I get a lot of weird ads, but they're all tailored to me. So I'll get stuff about needing better performance in the bedroom because I'm a man that's looking up supplements, well, oftentimes men that are looking up supplements are doing so out of some sort of feeling of inferiority. And so if they can continually bombard me with these images that kind of validate this feeling, like they're going to be able to sell shit and I'm going to continue to feel like shit, right? I'm going to I'm going to feel down, I'm going to feel bad. And it's not because there's something wrong with me, but it's because that's how this society functions. That's the normal output is a fucked up human that's reliant and a consumer. I don't, again, I'm not trying to turn this into a capitalism thing, but I think a lot of it has to do with just the way capitalism functions. It's kind of a byproduct of that. But being well adjusted in society, there's going to be you're going to have a lot of issues just because of that. Um, just because being well-adjusted doesn't necessarily mean that you're well-adjusted. And I use the air quotes and it's like being, being free in this society is tough. You know what I mean? It's, it's really tough just because we can get in, get into so many lanes where it's like, okay, I've went this far down this, this path. I can't turn back and do something else or just whatever. We feel trapped oftentimes. And, um, I don't know. I get it. That's that's how society works. You know what I mean? That's how we're supposed to feel. It's like I felt that way when I was in 
education. Like I was working in education for 10 years. I didn't, I loved what I did, but I didn't feel free in the sense that I really could not be myself. Like I make a lot of inappropriate jokes. I curse a lot. I'm, I'm a critical thinker and I question the whys of a lot of shit that goes on. Um, like standardized testing or kind of the school to prison pipeline and what role teachers directly play in that. Just a lot of shit, right? Like I wasn't, I wasn't able to be myself there. And when I look back at it, it's, uh, it's really interesting. So I would go to work from seven to three. Well, usually like seven to seven. Cause I coach sports, man. Um, loved coaching sports. I actually got, I think kids get a lot more out of sports than they get out of school. To be honest with you, when they have good coaches, um, just because that's all based on effort, how hard that kid's trying, as opposed to a subjective measure like a grade or I don't know. But the next quote I kind of wanted to transition into, which relates directly to this, is a, a quote by the psychologist Carl Jung. And Jung said, everyone carries a shadow and the less it is embodied in the individual's conscious life the blacker and denser it is. And like in my case, with me not being able to be myself in my nine to five, and when I say be myself, I mean, I could be myself at the job for the most part, but like my social media presence, I couldn't be, I couldn't make the same jokes I make on social media when I was an educator. Like I wouldn't, I felt that that was unbecoming. I had to maintain this standard of decency um, which is just straight bullshit. But when we really sit here and think about this quote, like we have, all of us have these shadows, right? But when we're living them consciously, when we're bringing them to life or bringing light to them in the public, when we're acknowledging of this shadow side of ourself, it's not a problem. When we can own our shit, it no longer becomes an issue. You know what I mean? There might be some people that don't like it and it's like, fuck it, that. That's on you. Might be some people that love it and fuck it. That's on you. Right. People can feel however they want to feel about it. But where we are resolved in who we are, that's a uh, that's that freedom that Camus was talking about. Where it's just like, fuck it, man. This is me. Now, when people aren't accepting and acknowledging of their shadow, that's when we get a lot of weird shit, man. That's when you get Tiger Woods crashing his fucking SUV um, and smashing hella chicks. That's where you get priests fucking little boys. Um, that's where you get pedophiles in schools. All of these things where it's like who you are, you have to really suppress and repress. Um, that shit ends up coming out in really weird ways, right? Like when Young says... Um, when you don't, when it's not embodied in the individual's life, in their conscious life, the blacker and denser it is. Well, the more that these people repress who they are, the more that they kind of the larger and stronger that fucking monster grows. We see it, like I was saying, in priests or even preachers. Um, and I know a lot of people that have grown up super religious. And like with that shame, you have preachers that'll have like 10 kids by members of the congregation. Um, and it's because they're really suppressing who they are as a person in order to become this preacher, this character that they're told they have to become. 
Now, granted, when we're talking about preachers, this is, um, at least for me, this is an over-exaggerated example of when you suppress your shadow, which is an extremely major part of yourself, of your person, that's part of you that makes you whole. When you suppress that, it's going to come out in really fucked up ways. It's going to manifest in, I don't know, man, ways that you probably can't even imagine oftentimes whether it be certain addictions, fetishes, any number of just unhealthy ways for that shadow to show up where it becomes all consuming. Uh, I don't know, man. Ultimately, when we look at all of these things, this shadow um, and just the parts of ourselves that aren't necessarily ideal, um, and I'll put that in air quotes or perfect, like and what we perceive to be perfect because perfection is not even a realistic nor attainable thing. Um, we're able to deal with that by loving ourselves, by accepting ourselves like we would accept others. I mean, like we would, like we do accept others. We accept other people's shortcomings and we know that that's just part of who they are. Well, we have to accept that about ourselves in order to live a whole and fulfilled life. Um, and you could look at that from any number of, of measures, whether that be, I know for myself for a while, I found myself not faithful in relationships. Well, it was because I, I didn't want to be that. My shadow self, um, that part of myself, liked to date multiple women. Well, once I was able to be honest about that, I stopped lying. I was able to accept who I was. I was happier in who I was. And the self that I was presenting to people I interacted with was a more whole and fulfilled self. So ultimately, man, fuck with yourself, love yourself, accept yourself, acknowledge yourself for who you are. Don't try to hide parts of yourself. Don't try to bury parts of yourself. Accept it, understand it, try to learn and grow from it and with it. Um, thanks for tuning in, though. Like this podcast was an interesting one for me in that it um I recorded it over two days just because my kids like to like to interrupt daddy when daddy's on his business, um, which is cool. But again, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. This is something that I'm going to explore more in the future, especially when it comes to, um, I don't know, man, just ideas from Kemu and Carl Jung. They're two thinkers who I find to be really, really influential for me, just in that they explore parts of the human psyche that I don't think is discussed. And it's something that when I've come across these ideas, I've been able to better understand and have more insight into myself, which has just made me a better, a better version of myself. But um, like, subscribe, share, all of that good shit. If you guys got stuff that you want me to talk about, Shoot me a message because I guarantee you I'll get to it. Um, but yeah, appreciate y'all. Love y'all. Peace.